the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. So today, um, I'm going through quite a few things right now. Um, you know, I like to be real, vulnerable, transparent, all those things, because it's been the times when other people have been that way in my presence or for me, letting their their vulnerability show that it's affected me to the point where it caused me to take a look and um, maybe make a change. And so I'm hoping that in me being real, that hopefully you can feel not alone because it's through isolation that the devil tends to have a foothold. He gets us to where we feel like we're all alone, going through this battle all by ourselves, and woe is me, when really, you know, the Lord is right there. And he wants us to reach up, ask him into our hearts, ask him to guide every minute of every day. And sometimes we, I don't know, maybe we just forget to do that. And he is such a gentleman that he's not going to force himself on us. He gave us free will. He gave us freedom of choice. Because he wants you to choose him. He wants us to love him and desire a relationship with him. So right now, um, I have an issue where I tried to help somebody that I thought was a friend. And without naming names, uh, it's, it's a good thing that went bad. And there's a misunderstanding. And instead of being able to come together and discuss the misunderstanding and come to some reasonable conclusion... Um, this person has decided to take legal action. And in doing that, it forces the conversation to stop. And you can't have maybe the, the conversation you could have if you could just get in a room or somewhere. And even if you have a third party, because sometimes you need to have a mediator or arbitrator or somebody that's in the room that's listening to both sides and somehow come to some type of understanding. So... Um, you know, I'm totally thinking that I'm right, I'm fair, I've been more than fair in my dealing, um, but this person's not feeling that way. And so we can't even gather enough information to figure out where the line is because one person's choosing to cut the conversation off. That's a difficult thing for me. First of all, um, you know, in the Bible it talks about that if you're at the altar and you're praying, you're on your knees or you're praying, he tells you to leave the altar if there's something that is not right. If if you have a relationship that's not mended or forgiven or something, he tells you to get up and to leave the altar and to go do your best to make it right. But sometimes, you know, you've got two people involved, maybe more, and it's not always possible. But he's telling you to do your part. So today's message is on gut feelings, listening to your gut. 
Now, in the past, I've said that I've asked my staff, um, you know, what would you say is my biggest fault? What's my biggest negative? Now, that's a tough question to ask your staff or anybody for that matter, okay? People that you love, people that are closest to you, you know, they're going to be honest, I'm hoping. Uh, but, you know, and, and what I got back was, Sue, sometimes you care too much. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to my grave with that one. And I tell people, don't mistake kindness with weakness. You know, don't mistake kindness for weakness. Because I am kind and I trust people until they give me reason to doubt. Check yourself on that. You know, sometimes I find that when I'm in a relationship with a friend, somebody, um, and they might have difficulty trusting. And usually, usually that comes from being burned more than once. You know, you put your hand on the fire. How often do you put your hand on the fire? Because you're going to get burned, right? So we tend to put up our walls or we tend to not be as um, trusting. I was trying to come up with another word, but trusting is a good word. And trust is such a huge, huge factor in relationships. And, you know, when you have employees and employees, let's say they say they took a 30-minute lunch when they really took an hour and a half at a park, um, that's not okay. And would you consider that lying? I would. Would you consider that cheating? Yes, I would. And what do you do with that? So trusting your gut. Should we be trusting our gut? And... You know, I think God put our gut there. It, you know, we say gut, but it's not really our gut. But it kind of, it, it does affect my stomach. You know, it's like there's something in there and it churns a little bit. And I'm not comfortable with something. And I'm like, okay, do I listen to that? And what do I do with that? So uh, my, my dealings with people is that I tell my employees all the time that, you know, there are two sides to the story, but there's actually more than two sides. There's this person's side, there's this side person's side, and then there's the real story, you know, because everybody likes to come up with their own story, kind of like this thing with this person that I'm having this issue with. It's somewhere in the middle, I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm totally right. I think I've dealt with this completely fair, but there might be something I'm not understanding. There might be something that's not right. But the thing is, is that if we can have a conversation, then it's kind of hard to get to that. Right? Yes. So if you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Sue Freeze Show. And Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word dot com, is a website. This website is there for you. It has eight and a half years worth of podcasts. It has subject matter. It has guests. It has all types of information there that can help you with situations that you're going through. First of all, I say go to our Heavenly Father. Go there first. Go to your Bible. You know, go to, you know, counsel. You want to get Christian counsel uh, if you have a situation where you feel like you've done everything you possibly can, but maybe you don't have all the information, and you have to gather all that information in order to know what to do next. And I can remember a time when I, I really, I was on a quest to learn all I could about what God was telling me and how do I handle this situation and that situation. And I was I was just, I don't know, just totally in, involved and enveloped in this uh, gathering information stage, it's never ending, right? We're on this journey called life, and this journey called life is a wonderful thing. But it is what you think about it. It is your belief system is the outcome is going to come from how you believe about whatever the situation is. I want to believe that there's going to be a good outcome to the situations that I find myself in, and I try to be proactive in making it 
the expectations clear going into any situation, I want to make sure that the expectations are clear on both sides. And if we are clear on that, and then you have written documents when you have to have written documents, it's not like shaking hands anymore is good enough, which is too bad, but it is true. It's nice to have something to go back on in in uh, employee uh, situations when you have a conversation now. We need to document the conversation because that person could say, no, I didn't hear that or no, you didn't say that. And so if we document it and both people sign it, then that's documentation that conversation happened and the conversation was about what and the conclusion is this and what we're going to do different next time is this. All of that is clear. Can we do that in our personal relationships too? Do we have to have a written document? Not always, but there should be an understanding. So getting to the gut feelings and how do we know if what we think is right is right? Have you ever been in a situation? I know everybody has. You have to have. I'm in it all the time. So I would say everybody is in the situation where sometimes you're in a situation and you're going, what should I do in the situation or "How, how should I make this happen? And I would say with that is that I always try to look at for what is the win-win in any given situation. How do we make this a win-win for everybody concerned? I try to please everybody all the time, and it's an impossible task. It truly is an impossible task. But if our goal is to do that, we might be better at it than somebody that doesn't think about that at all. Uh, So I'm saying, you know, if you can make it a win-win and you figure out a way to make it work, then why not? Why not make it a win-win? In negotiations, you know, if it's something that's worthwhile and both people can see that it's worthwhile, you have to figure out how much this means to this person, how much does this mean for this person. In a personal relationship, would that not apply? Sure it would. You know, the same things in our business world apply. Same things in our ministry world apply to our personal relationships. So I always tell people, you know, if, if they're this or they're that, you know, can what I'm talking about here, the Sue Free Show, can it apply to, you know, people that aren't in business? Absolutely. Because I do parallels all the time about the lesson I'm learning in the workplace and how it affects me personally. And we all can learn that way. And God has these lessons. And I always pray that I can learn the lesson quicker than slower because I don't want to keep going through this situation of uneasiness or gut feelings. Um, I want to get through this so I'm more prepared for the next assignment because I believe God is preparing us. When we go through trials and tribulations, that's just that. That's what they are. They're trials and tribulations, and these this too shall pass. Tuning in right now, this is the Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com show. I thank you. I thank you so much for being part of the show, for sharing the show. I'm believing you are sharing the show. And, you know, um, this show goes from San Diego all the way up to Santa Maria. And it's syndicated, and I've counted, and I believe it's on seven stations. Now, seven is a big deal for me because seven is a sign of completion. Now, I would like this to go all over the place, okay? And if that's what's supposed to happen, God is in control of that. But for me right now, just being on the radio is a big deal. And to be on the radio and be syndicated where people think that it's worthwhile uh, and are given it a chance, and it's not a 30-minute show. It's an hour show, uh, eight and a half years. <sighs> I, you know, I'm humbled. I'm so humbled. Our gut 
how many of you are going through a situation right now and you're feeling something that's uneasy in your gut? Is it you? Is there a decision you need to make? You know, we can put a level of priority on choices that we're making in our lives. You can put a number from 1 to 10, 1 to 5, whatever you want to do. And, you know, how much effort, how much energy is being put on this? And how bad is your gut hurting? How many hours or minutes are you losing sleep over this decision? You know, we sometimes put these things on ourselves. And how do we come to conclusion on what's the best way to go, right? How do we decide if our gut is saying, ooh, or... Because the only time I think that my gut starts acting up is when there's something that's uneasy. There's something that's not really exactly maybe the way it should be. Those were a lot of words to say, maybe it's not right. So we have to pay attention like the fuel gauge in your car. You have to pay attention, or the red light that goes on. You have to pay attention to that to say, oh, okay, what is that? And why is it there? And then we have to do what? I hope we're going to ask the Lord to be part of our decisions, first of all, and then ask him to give us discernment and guidance on the next step I've just been invited to this new business venture, and the lady that uh, introduced it to me, her name is Lisa. You'll probably be hearing more about this later. But um, she's sitting there, and she's so excited and passionate, and she's just blah, 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 And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down, Lisa. I'm, you know, I'm quick. I can see how that feels now for other people because I, I get like that, you know, very excited and very quick. And I said, baby steps. You know, need baby steps. What's the next thing? And when we have this gut thing, we need baby steps. We need to gather information. We need to figure out what's the next step. And what is it that we need to unturn, that stone that's not turned yet? We, we need to know what we need to do next so that we can get that gut to not feel uncomfortable and not feeling right. Because a lot of times it could be God kind of nudging at us, right? The Holy Spirit's nudging at us saying, uh-uh-uh, Sue, you need to look at this a little different, or uh-uh-oh, maybe it's you. You need to look at this maybe a little different. And hopefully you go to him first, go to God first, and ask him to reveal it to you. He's there, and he wants you to ask him. He is. He's there. And sometimes, you know, uh, it should be my first step. Sometimes it's not my first step. And it needs to be my first step. So there's my little spanking for myself. And you know what? I need those sometimes, and so do you. So if that fits, you know, go ahead, accept it, and and get what you need. Ask him to reveal to you what you need. I'm going to put my glasses on now so I can start reading uh, these things. So Lydia, my assistant, she helps me put together uh, my record, my record, my record, yes, my show, uh, so that I can be equipped with what I need to uh, do on the show. So um, I asked her to look up the dictionary for intuition, and she did. Thank you, Lydia. The ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. We shall allow our intuition to guide us. Instinct, intuitiveness, a sixth sense, clairvoyance. Mm, don't like that. Second sight, okay? 
Um, he works according to intuition is something that's used in the dictionary. Many experts tell us to follow our hearts or trust our gut instincts to make the best choices for us. But what does the one who designed and created us say? Are you ready? Consider these popular tips for knowing you're making the right choice. How good you feel about your decisions is usually more important than how good they are objectively. That's a good indicator, right? When you feel good, your gut's not upset and it's not feeling bad. Go with your in- first instinct. The minute you second-guess yourself or doubt your choice, then it goes all downhill from there. Kelsey Walsh wrote that. I'm not sure about that because I do second-guess myself, and sometimes the energy goes sideways. Um, but I feel that if I'm going to make a decision, the time to second-guess is before you've made the decision, right? Get, get all of those what-ifs out of the way before you make that decision. Uh, listen to your emotional instinct. If it feels good, authentically good, authentically good, not if it feels good, do it, uh, then go for it. If it does not, use caution and back away. Contrast those bits of advice with some wisdom from God in the Bible. So here's what the Bible says. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. Proverbs twelve fifteen. It was so interesting because when I think of wisdom, I think of the book of Proverbs. And those of you that have followed along with my show know that I've said this before and I'll say it again because I, I always have new listeners listening and I want to make sure that I'm sensitive to them um, because people are coming at different levels of relationship with our Heavenly Father. And so I want to welcome everyone to the Sufri Show And I want everyone to feel comfortable and feel like they leave this show with something that is going to help them to grow in their relationship with their their Heavenly Father, their personal relationship. And, uh, you know, some of us are at the milk stage. They talk about that in the Bible. And some of us are in the meat stage. And uh, I want to be sensitive to both. So with that being said, Proverbs has 31 Proverbs. And so a lot of times people will say, it's not mine, but I've heard it, is that there's one per day. So you can read one Proverbs per day, and within a 31-day month, you will have your Proverbs book read. And Proverbs is something that can help because it is a wisdom. It is the wisdom book. It's all wise, and all the letters in red is Jesus' words, and those are really ones you want to cling to. Um, the stories are great. God warns that for the big, important decisions in life, trusting our heart or our gut is not enough. It's not enough, but it is an indicator. Which way? There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. This message is so important. It's recorded twice in Scripture, both in Proverbs fourteen twelve and Proverbs 16.25. So you get it on the 14th day and you get it on the 16th day. So it must be pretty important, I would say. So I'm going to read that again. There is a way that seems right to a man or woman, of course, but its end is the way of death. This message is so important that it's recorded twice. Okay, but why? Why would we look at the road signs and think we are going the right way when we are going diametrically opposite? Hmm. Part of the answer is that our first parents, Adam and Eve, made a choice for all of us. 
under the deceptive influence of Satan. They chose to make decisions for themselves about what was good and evil in Genesis 3-5. The Genesis account says their eyes were opened in verse 7, but not to see God's truth and the pure way. Instead, Satan augmented their vision to see through the lenses of selfishness and self-sufficiency. This short-sightedness made it easy for him to create mirages and deceptions that made the wrong way look right and evil look good. Their eyes were opened, but in a virtual reality designed by Satan, whose main goal is to lure us away from God and toward self-destruction. Our human vision is so far from 2020 in the spiritual realm that God calls it blindness. All of our minds have been blinded by Satan until God calls us and takes us away, takes away the veil of blindness. 2 Corinthians 4, 4, 3, 16. When God opens our minds, we also face the choice of which road to take. Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow gate... Narrow gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it, Matthew seven thirteen fourteen. Using our natural vision, unknowingly influenced by the lenses of Satan's provides, we think the signs on the Broadway are pointing in the right direction. No wonder it is popular. It's got millions of reviews and five-star reading, but we can't see far enough ahead to see the sudden drop-off or the bridge that is out around a blind curve. Still, the Bible warns that those dangers are there, and it gives many examples of the result of the wrong road. The end of the road. At the end of the book of Judges, two of the most depressing stories in the Bible are summed up by the statement, In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Think about it. Even those stories of theft, idol worship, rape, murder, retribution, kidnapping, and utter depravity all started with each one doing what seemed right, how quickly it all went wrong. There's still time to change the road you're on, but God does show us how to get on the right road to see the right way. As Jesus said, we should choose the narrow gate and the way that leads to life. As he told the ancient Israelites through Moses, God tells us, see I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments. So right there, just to take a little break, he's telling you that we need to follow God and let him be our guide. And every morning I wake up and I ask the Lord, I want you to guide my steps, guide my words. Do I fall short? Yes. Will you fall short? Of course you will. But it's okay. We have God's grace. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice. Deuteronomy 30, 15, 16, 19, and 20. I always give the address to the verses that I'm speaking, because I want you, if you have a question, you know, and you want to read the before 30, 15, if you want to read 29, if you want to read 28 and look into more, it helps you understand more about what's going on in the story. Paul summarizes the two roads in his letter to the Romans. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
That's Romans 6.23. You want meat? Go to Romans. So we're going to take a, a brief break right now and come back after the break. And I just want you to know that don't leave us. Stay here and learn more about what we're doing. Okay? Be back with more of the Sue Free Show after the break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and Ecola cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home, but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments it sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services they're very effective so if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals know that we have an array of options for termite control don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home call ecola termite pest control services now 800-332-BUGS 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com ecola powerful termite and pest control as gentle as a butterfly you're listening to the sue freeze show the pursuit of passion purpose and connection and here again is sue freeze Thank you so much, Ecola Termite Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. And listen, if you'd like to sponsor this show, I want to talk to you. And it doesn't matter if you're San Diego. Thank you, San Diegans, for listening to the show today and every week. I just really appreciate your support. And uh, Ventura, uh, L.A., Orange County, San Bernardino, Riverside, and uh, up in Santa Maria, Santa Barbara, Uh, My show goes all up and down the coast, all the way up to San Luis Obispo and Los Osos, all those areas up there. And listen, if you want to advertise, I've been advertising for a long, long time, and I've I've been through the School of Hard Knocks. And I can tell you that if you advertise on the Sue Free Show, I do have a listenership, and it's amazing, and it's exciting and humbling. Um, But if you want to be on, if you want to try radio out, my show is a great place to start because I'll work with you. I'll help you out. And if you only want to be in the area in which you service, which is a good idea, um, we can do that because the show uh, airs in different 
from different stations and different times. So we can do that. So if that's of interest of you, you know, contact me. How do you do that? You go to the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word dot com. And when you go there, there'll be a way for you to put your name and your information there. And then what you'd like to talk to me about, or uh, if you need prayer request, or you need a resource of some kind, I'm here for you. Okay, because that's what I'm called to do. I'm paying it forward. People have been there for me. And I'm just uh really thankful for those that God's put in my path to help me along the way. And so now it's my turn. Uh, I want to give back. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, Also, uh, if you've heard anything about the ministry house that I'm involved in, it's for mothers with children, and it's not completely ready for moms to come. We've got the furniture there. What we're needing now, if you want to be part of it, it feels good to give. Uh, We need bedding. We need towels. And we need kitchen things, okay, plates, bowls, pots, pans, things like that. Everything else is pretty much there. We've garage sold. We've done, don't, there's been donations. There's been all kinds of things, and I'm so grateful and thankful. Um, it's just so wonderful to see how God works through people. But if you'd like to be a part of it, uh, the, the house, it's a four-bedroom, four-bath, so we can have four moms and children, and I'm um, looking forward to that. We need a new deck, so it's woodwork. Um, outside so that it's safe for them to walk on because it's really not safe right now. I need a fence. So if you know a fencing person, I need that. And we need dirt, if you can believe that. We need dirt. So those are the things that are really needed right now. If you know somebody that could provide any, all of those things, or you know, money, because money can buy these things. So if you want to donate money or if you want to give your time, uh, we're still painting. We're still doing things like that. Um, I'm learning how to grout along with my son and Uh, other people it's really great to learn all these things and i have a contractor who's been kind enough to uh, loan us his equipment and to train us and it's really great to have people like that uh, surrounding us and there's so many life lessons all in that so that's available again sufree spelt like fries one word dot com uh i welcome you to connect with me i hope you do you know this show uh when i first was asked to do this show i said oh boy how am I going to do that? I'm already working 16-hour days. And then, oh, boy, what are we going to call it? And, oh, my goodness, what am I going to talk about? And eight and a half years later, I'm still having things to talk about because I'm still learning. I'm challenged daily. I'm still learning. And I'm hoping that the lessons that I'm learning and that I've hopefully learned, that I can be a open vessel to be used to help you. Um, you don't have to go through things alone. That's a lie from the devil. And I don't want anybody to be feeling like they're all by themselves and they're all alone in whatever situation you're in because you don't have to be there. God's with you. He never sleeps. He's awake all the time. You can reach up and reach out to him anytime. And he really, really is desiring that relationship. So that being said, um, we're going to get back to this, which is our gut and do we rely on gut and I, see, I, I have a little difference of opinion because I think that if we are following the Lord and the Lord is with us and we know right from wrong according to God's will, he can use this gut to be an indicator of, hmm, maybe we need to be looking deeper. Maybe maybe there's something here not exactly right. So I believe my gut is a God gut, and I believe that I have to listen to my God gut. And that just came to me. I mean, I've never called it that before, but I believe that my gut is, is – um, the Holy Spirit is guiding me. 
And if he has to use my gut to get my attention, then he's going to do that because that's I, I want him to. I've asked him to do that, so that's good. So sin is breaking God's law, 1 John 3, 4. So as Jesus said, if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Matthew nineteen seventeen is where you'll find the commandments. So if you want to go there and read the commandments, it's a good thing to do. Breaking God's commandments leads to death. Repenting of sin and striving to be like our loving Savior by obeying God's commandments leads to life. Now, I don't think I know anyone that hasn't broken one commandment. All right? So I can look at this and I can say I've broken quite a few. Does that make me feel good? No, not at all. But I know God still loves me because I've asked for his forgiveness and I've asked for my forgiveness for me. Uh, I need God's grace. And when we realize that, it gives us a feeling of, okay, wash that away, pure as snow. Let's start fresh today. Let's start fresh today. Today's a new day. And let's try harder. Let's be better. Let's learn more about how to live a godly life. And yes, we are going to fall short. Because in the Bible, I can't remember the scripture, but it says, for we have all fall short of the glory of God. All. He says that in his word. Listening to God in your gut. Proverbs 2, 6 through 15 reminds us, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity. Every good path for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. So I read that, and I'm thinking about the situation that I commented on on the very beginning of the show. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like going, okay, how am I doing, and what's the lesson, and what do I learn from this so that I can move forward? And when I read that just now, I have lost sleep over this situation. I am There's this like cloud over me and this stress level of just knowing it's there. And there was a peace that came over me right when I read the scriptures, Proverbs 2, 6 through 15. You know, in, in 3, 5, it says, Trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And that's one of my favorite verses that I have memorized because I, I know I need to trust him. And sometimes I forget about that, that I need to trust the Lord. And he's got me. And greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And right now I'm fighting a worldly battle. And maybe you are too. I'm not sharing this for you to feel sorry for me. or But I want you to realize that there's lots of people that are going through things. And sometimes we don't realize it, right? And, you know, if a person's not smiling, does it mean they're mad at you? Not necessarily. If I go to work and I don't put a smile on my face and say, hey, everybody, how's it going? Which sometimes I will come in and say, hey, you know, is everything okay? Or, you know, whatever. And people are going, oh, man, is she mad at me? Or is there something wrong, you know? And I have to be careful about that, but yet people know I'm real. I'm real, and I have things going through. And I tell people all the time, just because I might not be my bubbly self today, it doesn't mean that you've done anything. It could be that something completely, you know, before I even got to work, is affecting me. Can you relate? Yes. I'm sure you can. Because um, my mom used to say, Sue, you wear your heart on your sleeve. 
I try not to do that, but I guess that's part of being real. Um, I don't stay usually in a down world because I realize the Lord's got it, and I just have to say I'm victorious in Jesus' name. The battle's won in Jesus' name, and I have to you know, say that over and over in my mind to get my belief system in there to realize that it's true. It's true. The battle's won. I might be going through this right now, but you know what? It's okay. I have to do my part in this. I have to do what I need to do, and then I have to give it over and just say, God's got me. The Lord's got me. You're listening to The Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. Thank you, uh, 98.3, The Word. Thank you, San Diegans at KPRZ. And thank you, KUHL. Uh, I really appreciate all the listenership. Um, I thank you that I'm on AM and FM. Uh, you know, I just thank you. And I'm so humbled. And I um, I really want to connect with you. And I want you to connect with me. I want to know who you are. I'm talking into this mic. And I'm looking in this little phone here and saying hi on FaceTime. But you know what? I, don't, I, I can't see you. So if you could connect with me, then I would really know that when I'm talking in this microphone that there's ears out there and that the message that the Lord is giving to me is reaching your ears and hopefully it has favor on your ears and hopefully that if there is there needs to be a little change in your thinking, your belief system or your actions that you take that, you hear it and no, don't just hear it, but do it. Whatever it is that is in front of you, you need to do what it's telling, you know, what you're hearing, you know. The Holy Spirit will nudge you, nudge you to say, oh, yeah, I heard that, ow, or, oh, yeah. And then we need to do something with that. Don't just be hearers of the word. Be doers of the word. That's good. That is so good. Based on this proverb, how do we grow in our ability to listen to God in our gut, our God gut? Use your wise mind. Ask God to help you to discern these gut feelings using your wise mind. Proverbs, the wisdom, the wise mind. The wise mind is that intersection where your reasonable mind and your emotional mind overlap. Instead of just thinking about something, you also bring your feelings into play. Instead of just thinking about something, you also bring your feelings into play. The thinking and emotions do not overpower one another, but come together to form what is the wise mind, a balance between the two. That's really good. There's a diagram here, which I can't explain. Um, I think I'm going to post this. If I can, I'm going to post it on my website. You know, on my website, I just want to introduce you to the website. I really want you to go there. And if you're near a phone, if you're near a computer, well, you know, um, I want you to look up Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. It has the mobile site and it has the computer site. So you can go on either way. And there's so many things on that site that I want to bring to your attention. First of all, there's videos on there. And videos on there, I haven't done a new video in a long time. I think it's time that I do that. So I'm going to get with Matt, my video guy, and we're going to do a new video because I do a message with a video. Um, there's a video on there. You'll see that I'm riding a unicycle. And there's a really neat story behind that. Um, I'm riding a unicycle, and I'm talking about the five love languages. And if you don't know what that is, you should um, look into it. 
watch that video and it kind of explains in a little bit and it really helps with your relationships with your children, with your spouse, your significant other, uh, you know, just everybody. Understanding what each person's love language is is a really big deal and it's something that I learned way late in life from a South African married couple that we met on a trip to Australia. Go figure. Anyway, um, we had the car, they had the book, they gave us the book and it was great. They felt like we needed it and we did. But I talk about that on my unicycle. And the unicycle is interesting because my dad, he died at 60 from lung cancer. He Seven years before that, he had uh, kidney cancer. And they took one of his kidneys and they told him that if he lived seven years, that he would be good. And at seven years, they found cancer on his lungs. He quit smoking the day I was born. My mother smoked till the day she died. And he quit the day I was born, and he ended up dying from lung cancer. And uh, sad. Um, my dad wasn't a happy man, um, and he died at 60, which is my age right now. So it's kind of strange um, to think about that, that I, ha- I feel like I have so much more life ahead of me, so many more years to live. And those that are 60 understand what I'm talking about. I mean, I feel like I'm 25 or maybe 30. And so I have a lot of years to go and a lot of things I still want to accomplish and do and see and experience and you know, um, see my children get married and have great, great grandkids and see them, you know, grow up. Um, I'm looking forward to all of that. I'm, I'm very excited about all of that. But, you know, we never know, do we? We never know when things are going to happen. <sighs> I kind of got off track there. Anyway, so my dad um, wasn't a happy man. Anyway, but he taught me to not give up like the unicycle. He gave me the unicycle and I, you know prompt myself up on a brick wall and I fell. I can't even tell you how many times I fell and and the seat was ruined because every time it would land on the ground when I went forward and it went backwards, uh, it took a long time to learn how to do that. But you know what? I did it. And I still, to this day, my kids go, Mom, can you still ride that? And I'll say, yeah, give it to me. They have to pump up the tire because it hasn't been pumped up in a while and I get on it and they just smile from ear to ear because I can't believe my mom is, their mom is on a unicycle. So there's that. And then there's another video where I'm on a Harley and I'm riding the Harley because I was almost killed on a Harley. I almost lost my leg on a Harley. Um, Haven't ridden in about five years. My kids don't want me on a Harley. It's for sale actually. So if you want to buy my Harley, it's for sale. Anyway, um, that was talking about get back up again after you fall because I did. And uh, you know, we do have to do that. We have to brush ourselves off and get back up and get back on so many times in our lives. And uh, when we don't do that, I think it's sad that we don't get back up again. And that inner voice is telling us to not or we can't. And um, I choose not to listen to that voice. Now, if we're thinking about safety and thinking about, okay, I have all these more years to live, and do I really need to take that risk, or is it better I don't? That's another story, okay, because I'm looking at that going, is that risk worth taking now? And and my answer is probably not. So there's things that I don't do anymore. So uh, I want to talk about the I ams. It's another thing that's on the website. And the I ams are something I believe so strongly on because we are what we believe, And so sometimes we have to check our belief system to see if maybe it's causing us to react, respond in a manner that wouldn't be what God would want. And sometimes this comes from childhood issues. It comes from people that have inputted in our lives things like, you know, um, 
you you're not going to amount to anything or you can't do that or why do you think you could do that or you're unworthy or you're you know you're a failure or you know whatever i mean sometimes people can be so cruel and they don't even realize the impact they're having with their words because our words are so strong and even our self-talk we have to stop talking negatively to ourselves okay we have to talk positively like i am I'm victorious in Jesus' name. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. These are things that we need to keep telling ourselves because that's a belief system that's going to help us get through these times that feel like we're defeated because we're not defeated. We're victorious in Jesus' name. But, you know, sometimes we can feel totally defeated. And I know. I've, I've been there. I know what it feels like. I have felt totally unworthy until I realized God's grace. And I realized that his grace is sufficient for me. And even in my areas of weakness or my areas of sinful nature, that if I come to him and I repent, that he's going to forgive me and I can move forward in that and I can just, you know, brush off and say, okay, I learned my lesson. Now I'm going to go forward. That's what we need to do. We can beat ourselves up. I was really good at that. But you know what? That does, it doesn't serve any purpose that's positive for our creation, for why we were created, our purpose here on this earth. We need to be thinking about God's kingdom. We've got to be thinking about the people that we're here to touch and bring to the knowledge of him. That's what we need to be doing. And so if we keep focused on that goal to win the prize, we're going to be doing all right. But the Satan, the devil, he's real. And he wants us to be defeated. He wants us to think that we're not worthy, that we don't matter. And that's just a lie of the devil, because you do matter. You matter to him. And what better than him? If you have people in your life that are bringing you down, they're just they're talking negative things to you and telling you things that are untrue, then I would say remove yourself. Pull yourself away from those people. Surround yourself with people that are gonna they're gonna build you up, and not un, not the wrong, wrong way. Don't build you up with flattery and all that, but build you up in the right way, in God's way. That's what we need to do is surround ourselves with that. Because how can we fulfill his purpose if we feel defeated and unworthy? And, you know, if you look at the people in the Bible, he didn't choose people that had it all together. He didn't. If you look at the characters in the Bible, the people in the Bible, they're real-life people, and they had issues. But he used them anyway. And that's refreshing and uh, inspiring and encouraging because he, he can use us. Because we're just real people. And we mess up. We do. Yes, you too. We all do. And it's okay. We just have to ask the Lord to forgive us. And we have to forgive ourselves. So the I am's are three pages of free. Yes, free. I love free. How about you? Um, free pages of I am's. And they're all the I am's in the Bible of what God says, what Jesus says about you. And if you read those in the morning, not if, when you read those in the morning by your bed and at night by your bed, first thing you wake up to, last thing you go to bed with, and you read them out loud. Let your mind hear your words because your mind hears your voice better than hearing something else. There's the free and then there's the audio that you can buy. It's the second tile on the website where you can go and you can record your voice. And it's really amazing and there's other things in there. I'm not going to go into explanation right now. But if you want to check it out, I hope you do. But it really works. I have people that are doing it, that have done it, and it's changed their life. And I know it could change your life too. You know, if we want things different to happen, we have to do things differently. And it's really amazing to me, but it's the things we do every day that affect us the most. I'm going to stop with that. I want you to take that in. Because... The habits that we do every day 
For instance, if you go to Starbucks every day and you spend $5 for a cup of coffee, okay, I've got my engineer over here shaking his head because he knows what I'm going to say and he agrees, I think. Uh, but, you know, if we have a habit of going to Starbucks and if we – I don't like their coffee. But anyway, if you go to Starbucks and you spend this $5 on this cup of coffee and you do that every day, instead of making a cup of coffee at your house that might cost 50 cents, that's $4.50 that you're spending daily times, you know, seven days or maybe five days just during the work week times how many days do the math okay you can do the math that's easy math all right but if you figure out how much money you're spending that's just one area where if you took that money and gave it to the poor uh, bought a person who doesn't have food don't give them money because then they might buy alcohol or something else for that matter but if you go buy them a meal and hand them a meal that would be a better use of your money um, or how about putting it in the bank for some need that you have down the road? It adds up quickly. That's just one area in your finances where if you change a habit, it has great return. If you right now um, don't go to the gym and you decide to go to the gym, gym three times a week, your body will change. Okay, What you eat, if you change one item... Like, stop eating bread or stop eating sugar. That's a tougher one. But stop eating bread. Watch what happens. Two weeks. Two weeks. Stop eating bread. All bread. Watch what happens to your body. Don't eat past 6 o'clock. Watch what happens to your body. Drink more water. Watch what happens to your body. Simple daily habits can change your life. Reading the Word every day can change your life. Reading the I Am's every day can change your life. That's why I'm giving them to you free. God gave them. They're in the Bible. Oops. And um, they will change your life. So um, thank you so much for listening. Go to the Sue Freeze, Spell Like Fries, One Word, dot com uh, website. Uh, connect with me there. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. And thank you so much for listening and watching. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.